Welcome, one and all, to the Sounds Good Podcast, where each week three friends sit around in a triangular semicircle and shoot the shit. I am your host, Jacob Solo. With me, as always, is Bradley, the champion Millis. Good morning, daddy. It is the middle of the afternoon. It is. Uh, We're starting late. And across from me is Scott, the magician Burr. Katanus to you. Katanus be unto you. Katanus. Katanus. Also, Scott forgot how to order pizza. No, I didn't forget. It's just that this doesn't want to work. I hit pay with the money, and I order the pizza, and I put in our address, and I hit place order. And it says, we're sorry, but an error has occurred. What Please if they, try again momentarily. What if they are also closed for Memorial Day? Which seems ridiculous yeah, for a Domino's. Yeah, that's insane. Here, you want to use my phone with the app? Yeah. That's a really scary. risky throw and a good catch. Yeah. Is in so uh, good job. this week, some things happened. Some um, shit went down. I have been playing a new video game. Oh, what game? Detroit Become Human. Detroit. Shit, I meant to bring my PlayStation today to loan it to you. Fuck. Like PS1? No, my PS4. One of them. Why are you loaning Bradley a PlayStation? Because he wants to play God of War. Ah, And so that good. way he doesn't have to pay so for good. it. He wants me to play God of War, yeah. So good. You said you wanted to play it. <laughs> I do want to play it. I do really want to play it, and I will totally play the shit out of it if I had a console. Have you ever uh, played a Quantic Dream game? Quantic Dream game? No. Uh, I don't think they so. are, they have made such hits as Indigo Prophecy, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and now Detroit Become Human. I've not played any of those. All right. Scott has. I know I've played only- all of them, including Indigo Prophecy. Huh. You're the only person I know who's played Indigo Prophecy. Yeah, I had it on my original Xbox because I was like, oh, cool fists. <laughs> fists? <laughs> yeah, it's got cool fists. On the oh. cover? Yeah. Did you ever play Magna Carta 2? <laughs> no. It's got, a, it's got the perfect date. It does. I've seen the cover. <laughs> yeah. um, but this game... Takes place 20 years from now. Okay. In Detroit. Detroit. Um, and instead of making or being known for making cars like Detroit currently is known for, it is known for making androids. Oh. That are basically like personal assistants. Um, oh, the, shit. The, yeah. But there's also a, like a sect of people that are all like, they took our jobs. Fuck androids. Um, and it follows. Fucking union workers. <laughs> <laughs> it follows three androids. That's exactly the kind of person that would bitch about an android taking their job as a yeah. union worker. Yeah. So there's three androids there that you follow. There's Marcus, who is the personal assistant to this um, famous artist. Okay. There's Kara, who uh, is lives with this uh, father and daughter, and they in like the shit. And then there's Connor, who is a police officer, who is a new version of this of these androids from uh, this company called Cyberlife, and he, yeah, he's the most advanced android that they've created so far. Who's their competitors? There isn't one that I'm aware of. Seraph Industries. I just, what's that from? Deus Ex Human Revolution. Ah. They also took over a uh, abandoned car manufacturing place and then used it to make human augmentations. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah. This game's really uh, good. At some points, like the opening scene of the game is fucking powerful, and then there's certain other scenes that aren't or that are great. But like, I'm only halfway done. I haven't finished it yet. Fair. Full disclosure. There, it's either like super high or just like meh. Yeah. Which sucks, but there's that. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. There's some interesting uh, controls. And I, this is the first game that I've played that you legitimately have to use the touchpad on your PS4 controller. Oh. Weird. Huh. Yeah. Five years. We finally got it. Yeah. For more than just a swipe here and there? Uh, Yeah. There's actually like like quick time events where you have to 
Like you swipe it and like swipe it and shit and uh, rub it and rub it. Uh, there's a uh, there's magazines in the game that you you can turn, turn the, the page with the touchpad. Yeah, I like tight. that. I do too. That really feels like you turn on the page. And there's actually, they actually use the motion controls of the DualShock Four as well, which is weird. They did that with um, um Heavy Rain. Well, they did it with Heavy Rain a little bit too. Oh yeah, but yeah, I think this is definitely Quantum Dreams' best game. That's good. Um. I highly suggest it. I can't really go talk about anything without spoiling it. So I kind of figured it's a very yeah. story based. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a it's a very good game. It's a very good game. I recommend everybody play this very good video game. Um, other than that, what do you want to talk about, Scott? I will say like. E3 last year, that was one of the only trailers that really stuck out to me. Yeah. Detroit. Oh, Detroit. what was... Okay, tell me what the trailer was. I don't remember exactly. Uh, it was like an abusive dad. Okay. And the daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Kara. I've okay. already done that part. In my story, he did. <laughs> I, ki- ah, I killed him. Good. I did uh, have a moment of weakness with, on Friday when it came out. I turned on my PlayStation, opened up Twitch, and I was like, oh, popular Detroit. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll pop on a streamer while I'm like doing laundry or whatever. And uh, I watched a section with Connor doing detective things. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the level, when it showed him all the options, I was like, oh, cool. I no longer feel bad about watching this on Twitch because there's so many different paths. Oh, I, oh, just, yeah, finished, I just finished one with, um, it must have been Connor or Kara, one of the two. Um, and after each mission, after each chapter, there's a flow chart. Yeah. That's that what shows saw. you like everything. It, it, it'll keep the ones that like you didn't do, didn't do locked, yeah. so you don't like spoil yourself if you want to go back and do it a different way. Oh, that's cool. But but Holy it shows fuck. you like there's like, so be, many choices. I was like, there's so so much. Right, and there. there'll be a choice that like you made and didn't realize because it'll be like found the book and then you follow that tree. Like, well, what if you didn't find the book? What's this whole other tree? Mm-hmm. So like, it's it's real deep. It looks good. Yeah, I could probably play it twice. Mm-hmm. To get platinum, it you have to play it at least twice. Okay. Damn, that sounds like it's got more replay value than Shadow the Hedgehog, <laughs> which this- had at least sixteen different ways you could play the game through. Seriously, Shadow yeah. the Hedgehog had sixteen. Toss me my. It phone. was all shit. The only good level was the first level, where he gets the guns. Yeah, yeah. Well, he gets guns for the whole fucking game. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played it. <laughs> like the level design was so bad in that game. Um, the only game I actually give a shit about right now is Half Life Motherfucking Three. Y'all hear this? Y'all hear about this shit? Half Life no. Three, it's coming. You know, Half Life Two, Episode Three, at the very least. Uh, just by saying that on the podcast, it's gonna get delayed another year. Oh, I know. Fuck. Well, okay, so there's no release date for it. Of course. <laughs> but they have started developing it, and by they, I mean not Valve. What? A team of independent developers is just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to make the game. But then what happens when they're done, and they're like, cool, we just spent all this time working on Half-Life 3, and it's amazing, and Valve <laughs> goes, yeah, you can't put that out. That's a really good question. Yeah. I would not um, be surprised Well, Valve also just recently announced that they're making games again. Yeah. Well, they're doing the Half-Life reboot now, right? No. I've heard Valve is making an official Half-Life reboot. Oh, like, because like of Black, Black Mesa? Mesa? No, well, yeah, it's similar to Black Mesa, but it's not Black Mesa. They're like doing I, their own. I figured they were just doing a VR experience in the Half-Life universe. Oh. I know they're trying to work on VR, um, and I was looking at uh, like a tech video that someone put out for, for like them. They got uh, VR gloves where every finger. Oh, is. like in Ready Player One. Shit. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. haptic. Um, it has like these bands that like pull your fingers back too. So like in this world, this guy just did a video on it. If you grab an object in the world, the glove stops you at the size of that object. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's like a team of like seventy plus people working on Half Life Two Episode Three. It's gonna 
one called Project Borealis, and it's based on uh, Mark Laidlaw's written story, uh, Epistle 3. So I guess Mark Laidlaw, uh, the original writer for the Half-Life series, okay, uh, he left Valve and um, posted this thing called Epistle 3 that... Uh, follows a guy named like Gordon Fremont and <laughs> like it, it it's clearly just right. what the script was going to be for episode three. If it ever happened. So yeah, these, uh, this like team of independent developers is just working on that. Just bringing his script to life. They're which crazy. I think is really fucking cool. It's super cool, but they're crazy. Uh, I would be very surprised if it ever got released to be there honest, were, but there, they are planning on making it on the unreal four engine. So it's going to look good. Um, they're doing a pretty good job of keeping everyone updated on their progress. Like they have a blog, they, you know, update pretty regularly. They'll show videos of like, you know, like, here's, like, what we did for our reload animations, and they'll show oh, that. Cool. Like, they'll show you, like, the progress of things that they're doing without spoiling anything. That's I feel like tight. they're going to have to release this for free to get away with it. Because once they make money on it, then Valve can stop them. That's true. But if they release it for free, um, they can still get stopped. But I, I, I doubt Valve will care as much. I could see Valve throwing a hissy fit about it. They'll probably send them a cease and desist. If they're making money, it'll, it'll be done immediately. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If they're giving it away for free, like Black Mesa, I mean, that's still out there. Valve doesn't like it, but it's still out there. Then again, maybe they've gotten Valve's approval all along. Oh my God, that'd be insanity. There's no I way feel- Valve will let anyone else make Half-Life. That's what I would think too. They would not. So Half-Life is cool. Have you been playing anything this week, Scott? What? Well, finished God of War, finally. Finally! Jesus. Good. I just decided to put it down for a week or two. Um, yeah, Thor. Type. Thor? <laughs> Did, okay, you yeah. went home like I told yeah, you to? I, okay. I finished the game. All right. That's the end of the game. Well, you're they kind of just offhandedly say, hey, we should go home now. Constantly. Yeah. Like, literally every 10 seconds, they're like, oh, man, I'm so tired. We should go home. Even the dwarves are like, oh, man, I bet you'd like to go home right now. Like, every single character is like, not go hate- the fuck home. I did not <laughs> catch that. Yeah. Constantly. It sounds so obvious. I don't think it's as obvious as he's letting on. Um... <laughs> What'd you think? It's good. What'd you uh, think good of that ending. twist? I like the twist. All right, cool. That's all we're going to say since Bradley hasn't played it. Yeah. Um, Sorry, dudes. That's cool. Well, okay, so um, semi-spoilers, you kill people. Wow. Okay. Uh, so there's all that stuff in there when Kratos was talking to his son about like, oh, I would give anything for you because you're my boy. Like, I, I would boy. die to let you live. And then, and then, yeah, and then you killed some some children of some some guy, and that's going to be fucking intense in the next game. Mm-hmm. The brothers? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Daddy came to whoop ass. <laughs> yep. Um, but no, that's really all I've been playing. Um, that and like... No, that's really about it. That and some Overwatch. I downloaded uh, Stardew Valley. Haven't started it yet. On PC or PlayStation? PS4. It was $8 on PlayStation. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Have you been playing anything, Bradley? <clears throat> started playing through Half-Life again. <clears throat> oh, uh, you're only on your 40th playthrough? Uh, try- <laughs> it's a little more than that. 80th playthrough? Probably more than that. <sighs> I just a- assume you're in triple I'm, digits. I'm a-, I'm a man of routine. I'm a man of habit. Yeah, you probably could play that fucking game with your eyes closed, can't you? Uh, close. It'd be very difficult to aim at shit. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's. Oh like that. shit! The perfection check is complete, guys. Oh, on yeah. your pizza. Hell yeah. Um, I do got a. I do got a quick story for you guys. All right. This happened to me this week. Okay. Um, I was running sound for a groundbreaking ceremony. What the fuck does that mean? A groundbreaking ceremony is when, um, like, a, let's say, a company purchases a plot of land oh, that they're going to when they make first... a building on, and they, they yeah, they basically bring out a camera crew and like give this big like commencement speech and then some for people... the new skyscraper that's being built no 
Um, and then they'll just like take some brand new shovels and dig them in the ground. And I totally be like, these are the first, first scoops of dirt that will turn into a fucking whatever this is. Uh, I was doing it for the Marines. Oh, that's the pretty cool. The U.S. motherfucking Marines. These dudes are scary as shit. Good. It's yeah. awesome. And there was probably like 40 or 50 of them around. So I was in charge of just running this one microphone, making sure it sounded decent. And uh, I also had to do two music cues, one of which I played the national anthem. The other was like I played um, the Marines hymn. Battle hymn uh, for the Republic? I don't know. I've never heard it before. Uh, Turns out, I, I didn't know this, but when Marines stand at attention, they clench their fists so fucking hard. I didn't like, know that. I did, yeah, I didn't know that either. Like, I can see their veins bulging out, and they're just, like, white-knuckled. I'm like, With their holy clubs. shit. Were they in, like, battle uniform, or they're, like, formal Dress. uniform? Uh, I mean, it was all camo. I don't know. Okay, that's their battle carb. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some some were in like short sleeves. Others were in long sleeves. Uh, well, they have their like formal dress with like the big white hat and like oh, the like, no, 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 yeah, it wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah they were all in camo. Um, but uh, so behind where was this at? Uh, this was out in Granger. Weird. Okay. Um, so they, behind me they had like this table full of assault rifles. And uh, they assigned someone to stand next to me the whole time to make sure. That you didn't grab them? No, just to make sure. No, like the assault rifle was probably like 100 feet away. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. that they were back there. Uh, Um, And But yeah, there was like a Marine that was like ordered to stand next to me the whole time just to make sure things go smoothly, I think. I don't know. But I'm like looking back at all the assault rifles and I look at the Marine. I'm just like, hey, are they going to? They gonna shoot those off at the end of the ceremony or anything? And he's like, "No, sir. The only one with live ammunition is me." <laughs> and they ordered you to stand next to me the whole time. He's like, "Yes, sir." I'm like, "I'll try not to fuck up." Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of scary. Yep, a little bit. <laughs> it's cool that he was like that up front about it though. He's like, "No, I'm the only one with the bullets." Yeah, you could have just been like, "No, they're just there. Don't worry about those guns. Right, they're just over there." <laughs> why were don't the guns there if they weren't gonna shoot them? I don't know why were there. Why they were there? They they unpacked them. They put them out for display. They didn't do anything with them and then they packed them up when the ceremony was over and then they just huh. never never did it. Maybe it's strange. Like, maybe it's just a requirement for things. I don't know. They got weird rules out there in the military. Yeah. They probably have like just in case like a surprise attack happened at the exact moment there would be weapons for every marine there. But there wasn't any live ammo except for that one dude who was next to me. They pulled the ammo out of somewhere. I did feel pretty safe. Uh, Extremely yeah. intimidated but pretty safe. <laughs> it's a fair trade America. America scared and safe. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was my Friday morning. Uh, y- y'all, y- did you you both saw Deadpool too, right? Yeah, of course. I saw Deadpool two. No, did I'm, you see Deadpool? I know I'm switching subjects very quickly. That's cool. We got a lot yeah. of subjects to burn through. I, Mainly uh, movies. I did see, yep. I did see Deadpool too. Uh, my review is going to be the same as your wife's. Pretty good. Pretty fun. Man, my review is way different. Real sad. Yeah, it was pretty fucking sad. Real sad. Shit got dark. The whole movie was sad. Whole yeah. movie got pretty fucking dark. I lot, did enjoy a, a couple Easter eggs. He grabs the brick because he's out of weapons. and He's like, maximum effort. Well, that's just an Easter egg to the first movie. That No, that's Deadpool's catchphrase. Oh, I thought that was just the movie catchphrase. No, he decided he, one time in the comics, he decided he needed a catchphrase, and that's what he came up with. Maximum oh, effort. Oh, that's what that means. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, uh, when at the end, spoilers, at the end when he gets all burnt up, like his suit gets all burnt up, it's all gray. Yeah, that was a good one. That that's was his X-Force one. uniform yeah, in the comics. He I freaked out about that, and yeah. I was like, what? He's just burnt. I'm like, no, it's a different suit. She's <laughs> like, no, it's just blackened from the fire. I'm like, no, you don't get it. And the fucking post credit scenes. Oh, God, the best Hilarious. part of the entire movie. 
laughed my little tiny daddy dick off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know that they cut one of those post credit scenes? Yeah, what? what was it supposed to be? Uh, it was supposed to be Deadpool murdering baby Hitler. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. supposed to go back in time. They actually did shoot this where Deadpool goes back in time and he's standing over a baby's crib and then he says maximum effort mm-hmm. and then murders a fucking baby. Yeah, that's yeah but and I they, guess they did it in front of a test audience and the, and the audience was just like, oh, and they're like, oh, that's not the last impression that we want to leave right. people. Well, with no, this movie. one of the other reasons is because they spent this whole movie saying like, hey, you can't you can't just go back in time and kill a kid. That's, that's true. not going to change the future. But I mean, he and, did go back in time and kill a bunch of people. Yeah, Mainly yeah. himself. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, now that, because uh, he says at one point, and he says, like, oh, just trying to fix the timeline. Poof, poof, poof. And, uh, yeah, other Deadpool. That's a horrible Deadpool. The fucking like shit the Deadpool. Origins. Yeah. yeah. Um, version of Deadpool. Yeah. Worst I also like that he well, killed Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Like looking over the well, green lane. Things are really going to start going right for you. Bam. Um, no, I think since trying to fix the timeline, you take that one line in the script. Okay. And if this whole Disney Fox deal goes through, they can use the little time device and use that. He exit, he fucks up and goes to the MCU universe and he's just there. And that's how the X-Men get brought brought into the MCU universe. Would be a pretty decent bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And that way they can keep Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool because that's like the best part of the uh, X-Men Fox verse. Yeah. Now that uh, Hugh Jackman's done being Wolverine. I also heard there was another version of that uh, Hitler scene. Yeah. Where uh, he's standing over the crib looking at the baby and Deadpool's like, I'm not, I'm not sure about this one. And then he takes out a Sharpie and draws (laughs) a little Hitler mustache on the baby and then says maximum effort and kills the baby. (laughs) That would have been good. I hope these are on the Blu-ray. I'm sure they so will too. be. If they, if they filmed it, they got to be somewhere. Did you guys see the dope-ass Blu-ray box that I bought the other day? No. no what was it? Uh, well, I sent it to the group chat, but clearly you didn't pay attention. I don't nope. think you uh, did. I did. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. I don't think I you did. did. But because uh, Desi also hearted it. In the group oh, chat. Oh, it was some Disney shit, wasn't oh, it? Oh, that weird fucking yeah, Woody's I bought the Corral. Ulti- huh? It's yeah, like I bought Woody's- the uh, Toy Story Ultimate Toy Box collection. because right, right. Except right. there's like 40 DVDs in there. 10. Why does three movies need 10 Blu-rays? Uh, well, three of them are just digital copies because it was... I don't, I don't understand why it's a disc, but that way I can just rip it onto my computer if I wanted to. But there's, yeah, there's a bunch of bonus features in it. That's one you of them. You know what else has 10 discs? What? The Star Wars Complete Saga. <laughs> That's twice as many movies. Yeah. Why the I, fuck does Toy Story have 10 discs? I don't know. So dumb. Anyway. Well, no, I think it's 11 discs now, isn't it? Toy Story? No. Star Wars. Oh, no. The Complete Saga is like the finished package. Right. Yeah. But now that we got Solo in there. Yeah. Well, well that's the Complete like Saga was episodes one through six. Right. Right. Now we have it did not include seven four eight, more movies. Rogue one or Solo. Now we have four more movies. Which is tight. What do you? What did you do this week, Scott? Did you? Did you fucking like uh, pull your putt a little bit? Well, uh, I went to. Uh, I don't know which one thing I want to talk about. We should talk about yesterday. We went to a bar yesterday. We did go to a bar yesterday. <gasps> Thanks so for the invite, fuckers. Uh, they just showed up right when I clocked out, and I was literally like, I had my keys in my hand. I'm like, all right, bye. And then I see them like, I'm not leaving. I was so ready to go home, by the way, too. And she was like, I'm going to go out. I'm like, okay. Oh, really? All right, cool. Where do you want to go? She's like, is Scott working? And I'm like, let me check his schedule. <laughs> oh, God, you have my schedule. That's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> so I was like, it looks like he's working till midnight. Let's go. I ended up getting off early because fuck Memorial Day. 
I don't want to work late. So we go over to the old Beachwood Lounge. If you uh, don't live in Des Moines, it's a bar with a really nice patio, about five large circular tables. We've talked about it. It's where the Lady Peter Pants. It's where the Lady Peter Pants. It's a good bar. People put the pants there. So we Lovely sit at place. a table. My friend's there. She's real drunk. She's kind of bouncing around things. Then Natalie comes to pick me up and sits down. We have a couple drinks. And we're like getting up to leave. And this random motherfucker shows up and he just sits down. And I'm like, hi. And he goes, hey, my friend's left. Is it cool if I sit here? I'm like, well, we were just about to leave. As in like the, we're going to leave because you're weird hint. But Brad did not leave. So me and Natalie immediately were like, oh, this is weird. Peace. Yeah. So this, this guy sits down. His name's Karthik. I didn't even stick around long enough to get his name. He and, told me about uh, I would have found out his name times. if I was fucking invited. His name is Karthik. <laughs> okay. He only told me 18 fucking times. His what name was it Karthik. What was it? Karthik. Karthik. Okay. No, Karthik. Karthik. No, Karthik. Karthik. <laughs> he was like really particular about it too. If you what nationality it was he? All, he was Indian. Okay. Just tell me what happened after I left. Because uh, I am so confused. He was just asking us like what we do for a living. It ended up being super fucking nice. He was just pretty drunk. Oh, yeah. He just picked up a glass uh, that you were drinking out yeah. of. It just had your backwash and melted ice in yeah. it. Yeah. And he started drinking it as if it was his. And, and you didn't say anything. You just let him do it. Of course. That's so fucking weird. I'd be like, um. You weren't going to drink it? <laughs> I, it was melted you were gone. ice. I know. Uh, and then he, uh, so Sam pointed that out when he got up to go buy us a round of drinks. So weird. And, um. She was just like, he just drank Scott's fucking backwash. And I'm like, I'm going to put Scott's second glass of backwash there and see if he drinks that too. He fucking did. He yeah. did? Yep. Oh, there's nice. a lot of my saliva in some Indian man. <laughs> his name's Karthik. Karthik. And then we just started talking about cultural differences and how, you know, his parents are trying to get him to do an arranged marriage and how, like, the girl's family over there is trying to bribe him and his family with, like, millions of dollars to marry their daughter like, hey, if your kid puts his penis in my kid, then I'll give you a million bucks. Isn't that, uh, what is that called, a dowry? Yeah. Bribery. Dowry, yeah. I really wanted to talk about The Big Sick with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a good movie. This is a really good movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's oh, fantastic. So, so fucking good. I'm gonna, I watched Now You See Me for the first time. Make you That's weep. also a good movie. Also enjoyed that movie. Yeah. And we're going to watch Now You See Me. not make you weep, though. Huh? That movie will not make you weep. Uh, with a big sick? Yes. Ah. Oh, uh, yeah. And then we're going to watch Now You See Me 2 tonight. I haven't seen that one yet. Me either. Daniel Radcliffe is in it. R Radcliffe is in it. I don't remember Now You See Me 2. You saw it? I saw it in theaters. Hmm. I saw about seven and a half minutes of it on my cruise, and uh, it was a scene where they were in some kind of market, outdoor open-air market, and these guys are chasing them, and they're just throwing this playing card back and forth between each other, like, sneakily. It's fucking dope. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that in the trailer. trailer. Well, it was in the seven minutes of the movie I saw. Uh, what else okay. did I do this week? I went to the Asian thing. The Asian thing. I went to that. Celebration. What did you, what time did you guys go to that? 11? Yeah, about 11. Oh, 30? It was hot. It was so fucking hot. Pretty disappointing. Yeah. I was uh, sitting at home. Super disappointing. Just doing nothing. I was sad it was only two days this year instead of three, and it seemed like it was even smaller this year than it was last year. And I remember thinking last year was smaller than the year before. Yeah. And um, and now, like, there's less uh, tense of just people, like, that are cooking and selling food. Now it's all, like, restaurants. Yeah. Like, I can go to any restaurant and get all that food I want. Right. Yeah. Except for the Korean food. Don't, uh, Still no hey, Korean if you food. ever decide uh, that you want Chinese food in Grimes, um, do not go to the restaurant called Asian Cuisine. Good to know. <laughs> Bland as fuck. Holy <laughs> shit. So Natalie would love it. 
Uh, what was um, your favorite thing that you got? I actually did not eat as as much as I normally do. I had one crab rangoon, one balmy, and oh, you mean you didn't eat all the crab rangoons? And nope. I decided to be an adult year? this year wow. and not eat every crab rangoon. I thought it was available. very fun last year when you're like, I'm gonna try every egg roll. Or was it crab rangoon? It was crab rangoon. Okay, yeah. it was crab rangoon. I've done egg rolls in the past. Yeah, it was fun. You're right, but yeah. I was very disappointed by many of the egg rolls last year. So oh, this yeah. year I just went straight to one of the places I knew was good. And then, yeah, I had... You know what uh, they didn't have this year is, like, the avocado crab rangoon? Yeah, they did. One place did. Where? It was basically the farthest east portion. Shit. You could have gone. One place had it. Uh, anyway, I got a thing that I love to talk about, and I walked around by myself looking for you so that I could show you I was eating it. It was a chocolate-covered banana. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your picture on Instagram. I was upset I couldn't find Brad to be like, look, I'm doing it. I'm eating a chocolate-covered banana. I don't know why I didn't make the connection either when you first yeah, showed up with it. Yeah, that's the whole well, one. It was like fucking 98 degrees outside. Oh, I, I love, love Nicholas that band. <laughs> we went gambling at Celebration. Cool. I would have loved to do that. Prairie Meadows had a tent. They taught us how to play blackjack. I already knew. You guys never call me. It's disappointing. <laughs> you, you were working until was, after we were gone. A real yesterday? episode. For I had I had yesterday off. I was not. I, w- I was. I was not working yesterday. What? Yeah. We. The only reason I, we couldn't do D and D yesterday is because I had a graduation to go to at two. No, no, not yesterday. Uh, sorry, Saturday. Oh, okay. Celebration was uh, Friday and Saturday, not uh, Saturday Sunday. Okay. Never mind. Your guilt trip is done. <laughs> I know because we. I was gonna say I fucking know we invited you and then. Yeah, it you was, said uh, you had to work until four, and I was like, I, oh, well, I got to be one by two. I got off a one. Oh, you got off a one. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, that's what I told you guys. I said I wouldn't. Oh, okay. I think we left at twelve thirty. I was. I said I wouldn't want to go until like two thirty or three, so I could go home and rest for a little while. Okay. Just fucking call me, guys. I'm typically doing nothing. Okay. Well. Uh. Anyway, so it sounds like Jake had a real boring week. <laughs> I did. Uh. You know what I did this weekend? I worked. Uh. Till one on Saturday. And then, um, what did I do? Oh, I went to Ames uh, on Saturday. I went to Innis Park, Innis Grove Park. I went to my sister-in-law's graduation party. um, And then went to the West High V and got bought the Toy Story thing from the people. It was just a perfect storm. Like I found that thing on the Facebook marketplace, showed it to De- sent it to Desi, and she's like, "Oh wow, that's fucking cool." And then we talked about it later and we just so happened that person was in Ames and we were going to be in Ames. Yeah, that's So, you can't and it was no. like $50 less than you could find it on eBay. Right. Was it like a college kid selling it? Yeah. 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 And then uh, then we went home and I played Detroit, and then Sunday I woke up uh, played Detroit, went to Desi's store because I she uh, she forgot to leave the Target card for me. Nice. I had to go to Target uh, to get dog food, so I went there. I had to run an errand for them. Went. I decided to go to Half Price Books. That I didn't find Dick there that I was looking for. So if anybody has the 20th anniversary Back to the Future box set, three discs. It's uh, the one that came out in 2005. It's a DVD box set. It has one special feature on each disc that I uh, has not been on any of the Blu-ray releases, and that's why I want it, because it's a very good special feature. Send that to me. I will pay you. Pay you. Um, and then um, Sunday, uh, I woke up. I played Detroit. I did all that. Uh, then I went to Huxley and went to my uh, cousin's graduation. Then I, uh, then I went home and just hung out all night. It's a lot of details. And then, uh, then this morning, I woke up, sat on the porch with my dogs for like an hour and a half. This morning. Chilled, and then I came here. And then, yeah, saw Solo. I did again. the thing that I never do, which is I woke up got early. up early 
before what is, this. I what what time? Because I'm wait? addicted to love. Oh, the television show on Netflix. If you haven't watched, I'm it, go watch it. I'm addicted to love. I'm a dick. I'm addicted to love. That's the, I haven't heard of this. What is this? Oh man, it's uh. So there's three seasons out now. The third season happened about a month or two ago. It usually um, comes out around February. Yeah, it's uh, written by Judd Apatow, uh, and it's essentially about a dysfunctional couple and them trying to make it. Okay. And it's really funny, and Desi it is probably it the most realistic television portrayal of like a, a realistic relationship I've ever seen. It's like super sad. Okay, so last night got off, drank with you. We just learned about Ranji or whatever, Kartik. 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 Okay. <laughs> uh, so then I go Kartik. home and I popped in, got a war to try to take down a couple um, Valkyries. Valkyries. Got irritated, turned on Netflix, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Apparently, I did not finish season two. And I need to finish that before season three. I had three episodes left. So I watched two of them last night, and it was like three in the morning. I'm like, I really need to go to bed. So I went to bed so that I could try to wake up to come here. And then I was like, I'm going to get up early so I can finish that season. So I did. And then I was here on time. It's crazy. Do you have a review? Of season two? Yeah. Uh, okay, so the reason okay. I couldn't stop is because it was so sad. And, like, I don't want to go to bed sad. It's, it's technically <laughs> a comedy. So I just kept binging episodes until it wasn't as sad as the last episode, which was the finale. Still pretty sad. It was really good. I've never you watched it, watch but it. Desi really likes it. Yeah. Um, it's but really fucking good. speaking of things that are the opposite of sad, stickers aren't sad. They're not. Stickers make me happy. Stickers make me happy, especially when they come in uh, things that I like, like Harry Potter or Studio Ghibli. Fibbly. Fibbly. And you know what? You can get these stickers at one place and one place only. Etsy.com slash shop slash doodles by cat. Doodles. K-A-T. Cat. Uh, She has hand-drawn all of these stickers. They're about four by six. It's pretty big, pretty, pretty, pretty big uh, sticker. It's a good sticker. Very good size. She's got things from Studio Ghibli, Sailor Moon, and Harry Potter, which is her newest collection. And you can get these all at her store. They're hand drawn by a local artist from this area. You know what? She's got another deal that you can only get by listening to this podcast right here. What the deal is? 15% off your entire order by using our coupon code SOUNDSGOOD15. That's S-O-U-N-D-S-G-O-O-D-1-5. That's a good deal. 15% off your entire order. If you order $100 worth of stickers, you'll get $15 off. It's pretty good. It's a a good deal. It's a good deal. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So go to Etsy.com slash shop slash doodles by cat that's cat with a k and use our offer code sounds good 15 to get 15 percent off your entire order cat a better way to doodle yeah <laughs> we're back from the break we are back we so are back. right before we recorded today we went and saw a little movie a little story called solo a star wars story hey that's your movie that is me it's uh that's my thing you made it i i finally have made it i share a namesake of the worst performing star wars movie <laughs> wait really yeah it, it technically bombed at the box office this weekend damn yeah how is that that's surprising well okay so bomb as in um it did not make the money that 
the production budget back in two days. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're clearly going to make it a back eventually. Probably well, yeah. by now. Yeah. Uh, as of yesterday, they had not yet. It's uh, did like 80 something million in the U.S. But anyway, um, first off, I wanted to just talk about our our uh, experience going to see this movie. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, so, yeah. So it starts off. You see the Lucas Lucasfilm logo and then you see a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But we're all like, that's really out of focus. It's super blurry. Yeah, like doubled almost. And they start playing the movie and it's all fucked up and doubled and shit. Yeah, and, and you can't really focus. tell what's happening. Yeah, well, it turns out they did not. Uh, the, the showing before ours was a 3D showing and they did <laughs> not switch the cartridge to back to the uh, 2D. So that was fun. They restarted the movie <laughs> and then it was like super widescreen like and they finally... 32 by 9 aspect ratio. It's yeah, like 16 by 9. Yeah, it, it was, was like squinting. Yeah. Everyone looked like a dwarf. Yeah, so they fixed that. So or that was fun. Person. Um, and also... There's some motherfuckers in the back of the theater that just kept clapping at every fan service every moment. It was insane. Thing. Just the one guy, too. Uh, it was at least two. It was at least two. But the one guy in particular was clapping at everything, and then eventually he like convinced whoever he was with to also clap with him. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, I bet that's the same kind of person that fucking claps when an airplane lands. Oh, God. I, you know, I've been on a lot of planes. I've never seen that. Neither have I, and I don't ever want to because fuck that. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> don't, I don't, under don't understand don't, that. It's been a, become a meme lately. Don't get excited but, over uh, dumb shit. Anyway, initial thoughts, gentlemen. Well, I mean, Brad and I have now seen it twice each, and Scott has seen it this one time. Yeah, like literally like an hour ago. Yes. I mean, it's literally Fast and Furious in space. So, yeah, I want to point something out to you guys because back when we were talking about the trailers for this movie, Scott brought up, yeah, this is going to be Fast and Furious in Star Wars. And I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Well, I don't know if you noticed this, but he drifted the Falcon yeah. and then used NOS. Yep. Yep. I definitely <laughs> noticed all of those. <laughs> yeah, daddy. <laughs> it was so good. Ah, oh, yeah. I cool. hate the things you get excited about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's it's good. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, it's really high up there in my list of Star Wars movies. Uh, it's like top three. What did you think of Alden Ehrenreich as Han? Uh, he did a really good job of making me forget all about Harrison Ford. I yeah. prefer his Han. Yeah, he was fucking great. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's, I love that's his a performance. Statement. Well, that's a so I also watched that whole movie being like, okay, well, this makes sense for Han Solo to act like he does later when Harrison Ford portrays him. And no, like, it's just this like arrogant, cocky asshole. Well, the arrogant, cocky asshole, but also like the emotionally closed off. Yeah. Like he was very emotionally open this entire movie. And you see why he is closed off and later everybody on. Everybody fucks him. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah. fucking Kia Sorrento, what's her deal? Like, is Kira. she... I know. <laughs> Kia. Kira. Fuck you. Don't, don't pull this bullshit, name the thing wrong thing. <laughs> Not today, sir. Not today. Whatever. She's a good Sorrento. Uh, uh, is that like a character that comes back somewhere? Not in, not that we've seen. Yeah, she just seems too important to be a one. I'm movie sure. Well, pony. obviously they are set. Is, hold on. Full disclosure: This is going to be a spoiler-filled review for Solo. Solo, a Star Wars story. You probably Cue trailer everything. music. Let's go for a little ride. Just, okay. I really, okay, when I say that, I really just want to hear the part in the trailer where he's like, I'm a driver, and I'm a flyer, and I'm a midnight smoker. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't, don't. But yeah, bum, I, uh, bum, I, bum. I went into this movie with low expectations because 
I, I was excited, obviously, because it's Star Wars. That's that's just my 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 jam. Right, but it's like uh, the best character in Star Wars. Yeah, and it's but like it, it's this character ha- hasn't ever had like the James Bond treatment, so it's a little weird that we're seeing somebody else play this legendary character other than the person who originally portrayed him. Harrison he looks Ford. enough like Harrison Ford. Yeah, and there's a few shots in this movie where I was like, shit, he looks like fucking Han Solo right there. Yeah, like when yeah, they did a great job on when they're on Kessel and they're they brought all the coaxium into the Falcon and okay. he's like shooting down and it's like cutting black, cutting to black. And it's just like, you just see the flash of his face when, yeah. when the blaster goes off. Oh yeah. I was like, Oh fuck. That's not, that's not Harrison Ford yeah. 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also feel like that moment when he fucking saved Lando's ass is probably what he's talking about in episode five or whatever, or six. Because there's a situation, I'm pretty sure, it's been a long time since I've watched it, where he's like, you owe me one. Oh, it could I be, I think yeah. that's oh, the one. Yeah. I think that's what he um, owes him for. So, and then things that we saw, we saw how he got his blaster, which, I mean, wasn't really, people are blowing that out of proportion online. They're like, oh, do we really need to see how he got his blaster? Like, it was like that big of a deal, like this big, shining it moment in the movie. wasn't at Fucking all. Fucking Becca just tosses it to him, and he looks at it, he's like, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah I got a blaster it. now. I don't know what the big fucking the, deal is. Yeah, the, the only part like the origin part that I thought was kind of lame was how we got his last name. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of doesn't make any sense because the Empire gave it to him and he just keeps it even though he starts fighting the Empire in like five, 10, 15 years after that. Well, like, it makes it I seem mean, like last names aren't a thing. Cool things. We got to see the Millennium Falcon back when it was new. That right. was fun. That was nice. I definitely like going into this, I was like, yeah, they're going to turn the Millennium Falcon into it's like its own character. It's basically going to have like a little bit of a personality to yeah. it. And which it, they do and not even in a little bit. Yeah, they literally, so L337, the robe, uh, the the droid that Lando loves, uh, it's obvious. Um, they fuck. Yeah. Um, they take out her brain, basically, yeah. and plug it into the ship. Well, that is a callback to Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, because at one point, 3PO is trying to, like, interface, figure, interfere with, or interface with the Falcon. He's like, this, this ship has a very peculiar dialect. Huh. That's it. That is the whole reason they did that in, the, in this movie, in Solo. Well, huh. that, and, it, and it gives the Millennium Falcon something that no other ship has. Yeah. Which is like a really sassy brain. Smart brain. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like her. You didn't like her? Not really. Uh, the only, yeah, I, I, I thought she was fun. I like, do you need anything else? Equal rights? Go yeah, ahead. that was funny. I laughed at that. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Because droids are basically senti- sentient in, in Star Wars and they are treated poorly like you see when Ron Howard's brother shows up and he's having like battle bots go on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy's funny as fuck. Yeah, he's in The Princess Bride. That's Ron Howard's yeah. brother. Yeah, I didn't know it was Ron Howard's brother. Yeah. yeah, that guy's funny as fuck. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, um, that's a little callback too. Fuck, what was I just going to say? What did you guys think of Donnie Glove? Oh, he was fucking awesome. He, mm-hmm. I think he, he could have done better. He was. I thought he was great as Lando. Like, there was only a few parts where I was like, that yeah. was a little weird. Yeah, like, there's a couple things that were seemed a little weird and forced and kind of out of Lando character that was kind of more like, oh, my goofy guy. Yeah. Lando was never really that goofy. Um, like when yeah. he was like, yoo-hoo. Yeah, shit like that. Well, but I mean, this is still like him that. young, and yeah. he's like, he's probably, he's, same with Han, like, he's going to grow into the character that we've seen in the original trilogy. Um, I also thought his... Uh, voice broke character a few times. Yeah, it did. Because he was like impersonating Billy D. Williams for a little while and then it kind of like broke and then it went back. Yeah. But that might be 
Because of the reshoots, so. Probably. Well, there was clearly a lot of reshoots. Oh, yeah. Uh, to the point where in the beginning, when they're doing the first Fast and the Furious race, yeah, uh, where they're getting chased <laughs> by that thing, and they um, are speeding up, and the guy, the, the bad guy, whatever, the Destiny fucking Vandal character shows up, and they're chasing him, uh, and... Clearly, the what's his fucking name? The actor, whatever he is. Alden Arnold. Uh, yeah, so Kia Sorrento was like, well, we're faster, right? And it, clearly, the original take was like, man, I hope so. But then the voiceover will, did not match that at all. It was like, yeah, I hope so. Woo! I was like, oh, it just took me out immediately. It was like, whoever put that together took his booth recording and put it over like the actual scene but didn't care to like actually take a booth recording that had the same emotion yeah. it was just one part like one line that sounded different and his inflection was wrong and it didn't fit the fucking scene at all and it's real fucking early on and I was just like what? I'm kind of surprised you noticed it. that on your first watch through oh yeah it was so obvious I'm I sure there was more like that that I missed but I didn't notice that Either I didn't notice time. that either. It was it was nuts uh, but yeah so um, other fan servicey things Vision was in this movie. Well, Paul Bettany was the bad guy, Dryden Boss. He did a damn good job. Yeah. Being Dude, evil My favorite fuck. part about that character is those, like, lines on his face. Yeah. Yeah. They get Every red time, Yeah, stuff. they get red when he gets angry. Yeah, and so, then, so, so his eyes. eyes. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I They're did notice grow. that they got brighter, but, like, I didn't make the correlation, like... Like I just thought that was like a continuity thing. No, oh, yeah, no, that, yeah, that was just like his species. That's that that happens. Oh, okay. oh I was those aren't if it was like scars. Those no, are like that part he's, of him. He's human esque. He's I don't remember what his species is called, but I know that he's he's not a human. He is human like. I like that a lot. That's really um, cool. My I really I really liked uh, how Han and Chewie met. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that was a good. And um, a lot of people online are also like, why the fuck does Han have to speak Wookie? Like, okay, so Han gets taken and he's going to be thrown in a cell that with, with a beast that eats people, people. Um, which is a little weird that before Han met Chewie, Chewie ate humans, but right, whatever. but when they threw Han in, the guy did say, oh, man, we haven't fed him in three days. This yeah. should be good. Yeah, which makes sense why he does it. It's just a little weird. Um, and the way Han like is like, yo, bro, I, I'm not here to hurt you. Please don't hurt me. And he's like, I know that you are not just a fucking monster. You are a sentient being. Yeah. He speaks Wookiee to him. Be like, listen, I know. I speak your language. Blah, blah, blah. He's, that's how they become friends. Because, yep. yeah. And people are like, oh, it's fucking stupid. I mean, that's a do- super obscure language that it's like, why would he know how to speak? Why that, would he though? know that? Especially on Coruscant. Yeah. Corellia. Croissant. Corellia <laughs> is the name of the planet that he's from. <laughs> Bacon, egg, and croissant. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> I, hate, um, I hate you guys. <laughs> So clearly he was born in Corellian croissant land. Corellia. He is he is Corellian. And it's it's Cerulean. it's a it's a pover poverish? Whatever. It's a sad in, planet where everybody's poor. Poverty yes. place. Impoverished. Yeah, there you planet. go. Um it's but ran by I assume that he lived there his entire life before the movie starts, like yeah. before he leaves. Yeah. So yeah, how the fuck did he learn Kashyyyk? Because he uh I don't know, grew up there and on the streets and maybe he had to do some shit with Wookiees. Uh, well, if you're going to go off of the Legends novels, um, he was uh, taken care of by an older Wookiee lady and she taught him Wookiee's, uh, I think it's called, or Kashikian. I don't remember. One of the two. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe they'll like retcon that shit in somehow. I don't know. Eh, maybe. I mean, uh, there, there is a book out there called uh, Star Wars Last Shot that is a, a book about Han and Lando and it's before this movie and after, or be- and then after Return of the Jedi. So it takes place in two time periods. I haven't gotten it yet because I wait for the paperbacks. 
What did you guys think of the cinematography? It was great. Super good. I don't like it. Really? Why? Color red only showed up in about three shots. So? I didn't actually catch that. Every, the only two colors in the movie were blue and yellow well, and black. Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, everything on Corellia shit. was like blue. Like blue. Well, like except blue. for uh, when they got on the super big ship and they started partying with all the human looking things, there's a lot of gold. Well, yellow. Uh, yellow. Yeah, yellow. Yeah. Still yellow. Right. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I liked how it looked. Speaking not, of the color it was, red. Mm, it was, uh, it was just a little, I don't know. It was, it was just distracting for me. Like, I guess I wanted it to, I wanted other environments to look different. Yeah, that's fair. Like when, like I get that, like when they were on Cerulean, every, everything Corellia. is Corellia. Yeah. Everything is Cerulean. Um, <laughs> and, but like, I just, I wish that there would just been like, you know, more vibrant colors in different places. Some purples. That um, so after he enlists in the, um, the empire. Yeah. Like right away goes, in that battle. Then, yeah. And then three years later, he goes to three years later when he's in a battle on some mud planet. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, yeah, that is the most intense fucking battle we've seen in star Wars. Period. Oh yeah. Uh, I literally went, Oh shit. When, uh, the general blew up. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Come with me. And I was like, fuck. Uh, no, I do want to give credit Ryan shit. for, uh, that battle because they basically took a uh, space, uh, you know, fast and furious. And then they threw in about five minutes of like a classic war movie. Mm -hmm. Like that was literally shot like a world war two yeah, trench. Yeah. It was fucking movie. awesome. And it then, was very uh, cool. And Super then dusty. Blah blah blah. He meets up with Beckett. They go do the the one job to try and get the coaxium and fuck it up. So originally I thought because you know how the reason that Jabba doesn't like Han and is trying to capture him is because he had to dump a payload so he could get away. Right. I thought that's what that was, but nope, it's not. Uh, because yeah, because that's that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, okay, so the big big boss is Jabba. It's not, which is crazy. This and that, is the scene where I have the biggest problem with this entire movie. What? Which scene? Like the the, the time whole, the, the train job. Why? Okay. So Hans flying everyone away, and the Marauders are like also pulling on the payload. Like they both have cables attached to the payload. Right. And Woody Harrelson is like on the payload, and he's just like, "Keep flying straight. They'll let go." And Han lets go, and the and payload blows up, and in turn, it like he like kills his like that like he was, fucks he fucks the whole job up. Yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, it didn't ki that didn't kill anybody. That well, Becker's wife or whatever girlfriend Val, Val killed herself because right. she needed to blow up the bridge. And yeah. then when he didn't get the payload. It was oh. like, that was for nothing because yeah. of you. Yeah. You yeah. lost the payload she gave up for. You fucked up. Yep. Yeah. I can see why he's mad at Han about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, any character would have just been like, you were never working together ever again. You're fired. And then there wouldn't have been a rest of the movie. Right. Um, That's how I feel like realistically should have played out. But I, you don't know how criminals think. Well, they're that, gonna, that they, would have meant Becker's by himself. He had Beckett, to have a crew. Tobias Beckett. Whatever, Beckett. But he, uh, <clears throat> I think he realizes that if they don't go and do this other job to get the coaxium, that he's going to get killed by Voss anyway. That's what he thinks already. Right. So why would he give up the last two people in his crew when he needs to go get this job done? Yeah. Well, no, he didn't. He didn't know of another job. He thought that was the job. He thought because they fucked it up, he was going to die. Oh, maybe he was going to try to like, I don't know, throw them under the bus and be like, don't kill me, kill these guys. I don't know. Um, uh, we'll see. Woody Harrelson's a great actor, though. Yeah. I feel like now, after fucking Guardians 2, he's going to die in every movie he's in. He wasn't and in Guardians 2. Woody Harrelson? Yeah. Yondu? He's not what Yondu. He's not Yondu. Michael Rooker is Yondu. No, I'm going to believe that it's Woody Harrelson for the rest of my life. <laughs> because I've already been believing it for like six years. This is Yondu. Clearly oh, not Woody nice. Harrelson's. 
I have no idea who that guy is. He's oh Yondu. Um, yeah, and he was, yeah, he's in The Walking Dead as Merle Dixon. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's Merle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The racist Merle and Daryl. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's Daryl's brother. He's blowing my mind. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he was never Yondu. Apparently, I like Merle, and I hate Daryl. What? No, Daryl's the awesome one. Merle's no, the I one like Yondu. Daryl's stupid. <laughs> that changes how I view the entire end of this movie. Because I was like, it's just Yondu all over again. Woody Harrelson's the father so figure that you dies. Said, yeah, you said that to me. I was like, I know. what the fuck are you talking about? No, it's because <laughs> it's, like, it's like a mentor movies. figure. And no, they're he's both dying. Woody Harrelson. That's why. <laughs> wow, that's fucking crazy. And then, uh, what else? I guess good job, Guardians Then they go makeup. to Castle. They do... They get the they get the coaxium in the process of them leaving. L three three seven dies. Oh right. yeah. Well, first off, they play a back game. They meet Lando and try and win the Falcon. Hot I do bruises. think it's really funny that they both bet a ship that they didn't actually have. Yeah. I mean, Lando bet the Falcon. Yeah, but he, it had been impounded. Yeah. If but he, he had lost the bet, he couldn't have been. He couldn't have been like, okay, here you go. Oh, okay, yeah. Like no matter what, whoever won, someone lied. Yeah, because that's just funny. how they are. It's fucking funny. But uh, yeah, and then you think that's gonna be the Sabat game where Han wins the Falcon? Right. It's not. Well, then they go to they go to Kessel, do that, and then they do the Kessel run. We finally see the Kessel run. We get it. Now they're it was all very like, underwhelming for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought that his that's Kessel the, run, run. That's the point. Oh, that's the point because no one cares that Han did the Kessel run in less than twelve parsecs except for Han. You. Can can tell that in the original movies the only person in the entire star wars saga that's like oh my god this is the ship that did the kessel run in less than 15 parsecs 12 is ray in the force awakens mm-hmm. that's the only person like you can even tell at the end after they get to the planet after they do the kessel run Khan's like just did the tw- kessel run 12 parsecs and, and the, the guy's, guy's like, like hey i don't fucking care yeah no one cares so, I mean, it was a big deal to him because he can show off, but the fucking maw and then that giant tentacle thing. That was yeah, what cool. was that about? That seemed a little unnecessary. Was, I felt like it was super unnecessary. Uh, I mean, there's just... It was a, just for dramatic effect. They uh, they are putting in a tentacle monster in every Star Wars movie now, if you haven't noticed. I haven't, actually. Force oh. Awakens had the uh, Rathars that Han was transporting before they found the Falcon again. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then Rogue One had... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then what was in uh, Last Jedi? I guess there wasn't one in Last Jedi. Because that was just a really slow space chase. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't one in Last Jedi. But And then there was one in Solo. Solo. Yeah. yeah. So everything besides Last Jedi had has had a tentacle monster since Disney has been putting out new Star Wars movies. That's weird. That's Why very dangerous of them. Yeah. I feel like this is some weird Illuminati New World Order shit. Well, they just want to rule monsters. 34 every character? No, uh, the, the New World Order is a secret society where the rich and famous send their, their children to be bred to be more rich and more famous. And their logo is an octopus because uh, the eight tentacles reach out to the eight continents. Mm, maybe. So all of these tentacles and Disney things are totally just nodding to the sure. New World Order. All right, well, well, let's continue on with the movie. So they do the Castle Run, get back, and then the whole bunch of shit happens on the planet after they refine the coaxium. And then fucking all backstabbing after backstabbing after backstabbing happens. <laughs> they meet back up with Infus Nest, the Marauders. Turns out they're the good guys. Oh, uh, the Vandals? The Marauders. From Destiny? <laughs> sure. They look exactly like the fucking Vandals from Destiny. I, I, those fucking helmets and then the horns. All those bitches look well, like they're Well, it turns out that Destiny. they are the precursor or a, a subsect of the Rebellion. Go figure. 
Um, and they, so Han takes the, uh, refined co- hyperspeed core, the Jeez. coaxium stuff to, uh, Voss. And they're all like, uh, he's all like, yeah, I've already been told that this is fake and you're trying to double cross me, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, Becca comes in, then do some shit. Beckett leaves with the coaxium with Chewie, uh, after killing two Voss's two guards. Because it was revealed that it wasn't fake and yeah. that. Can None I just, of that should have happened because he did the fucking job. He got the shit, he refined it, he took it back to the boss. Why did he not just kill Beckett on the spot as a fucking liar? Been like, oh, this is real. You lied to me. Boo boo. Good work, Han. We can work later. Uh, Much more crime for you, sir. That's not how it works. What'd you say? What were you I do say? really like Vision's uh, fucking <laughs> double edged <laughs> lightsaber dagger thing. Oh, those are though, sick. They're like in The Last Jedi, the Praetorian Guards. Blades. Right, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, not, they, they're not lightsabers. They just. Well, yeah, I know, but like. It, they glow. They got red they, things. They glow and they cut through shit. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking tight. I like those a lot. They there's no Kaiba crystal in them. Um, <laughs> you just got to say it like the blind dude from Rogue One. Yeah, because he's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. He's fucking dope. He is dope. Um, cheer it, Imwe. Uh, so, yeah. And then there's a sick battle between Voss, Kira, and Han, where Kira ends up killing Voss. And then Han, she's all like, yeah, go uh, go figure out the rest of this shit. I'll uh, grab these jewels so we can use it to buy us, ourselves a ship and get out of here. But then she doesn't get the jewels. She takes Voss's ring, turns on the hollow cam. Turns out it's a key. It's a key. Like an ignition. It literally like an ignition key to that yeah. giant giant hotel ship. But then uh, <laughs> the, the hollow cam turns on. You see these metal legs. Which I it, didn't realize that they were metal my first watch through. Yeah, I, I did. That's why, because I was just like, wait, what? No. I just saw no. a robed figure. And you hear, and there's this robed figure. And you hear him talking, and it sounds suspiciously like Sam Witwer. And then. Who I didn't know who that was. And so I was trying to figure like, who could this possibly be? I'm like, there's no way it's Palpatine because he doesn't sound like that. And he's old as shit already. And it's no way it's like, I I just, yeah, I could not figure out who it was. And he takes off his hood. Dun, dun, dun. It's Maul. Maul's back, everyone. Darth Maul. With more speaking lines than ever before. Yeah. In a movie. Uh, It's not Darth Maul. It's just Maul. Oh, just Maul. He's not a Darth anymore because he's not a Sith anymore. Um, He's doing his own two. Yeah, that was uh, that was very surprising to me. I was not expecting to see him at all. And Ever. I, I, my yeah, first I, watch through, I audibly went, oh, fuck, in the theater. Uh, I uh, waved my arms like a little girl. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Maul's back in I think movies. That was the only point fan service clapper did not clap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because shit. he's a fucking fake fan because he doesn't watch the cartoons. Oh, there could be that. Or uh, I noticed he clapped every time that there was the first three notes of the Star Wars theme. Yeah, yep. or the yeah. Falcon did anything. anything. Just appeared on screen. <laughs> Woo, Falcon! <laughs> that, that ship that I had no idea was going to be in this fucking movie. <laughs> about Han Solo. But yeah, uh, Maul is running the Crimson Dawn crime syndicate. And yeah, and then he yeah, he fucking waves his lightsaber around like, because like, oh, For yeah, no if you just didn't realize who I was. Vroom, vroom, here's here's my lightsaber. double-sided lightsaber. That he killed an Inquisitor in Star Wars Rebels and stole from. <laughs> Actually, no, no, he killed the Inquisitor in the Ahsoka novel. That's where it was and stole his lightsaber. There it is. No one knows what you're talking about. Well, yeah. yeah for normal fans that only watch the movies, what? There's a book about Ahsoka who is a character who? in Clone Wars and Rebels. This takes place after she leaves the Jedi Order in the Clone Wars and before Rebels starts. And the f- opening scene is her fighting Maul. 
Tight. in the book. It's Does really she good. win? Yes. Spoilers, God. But, her, uh, but yeah. she has to leave. <laughs> she has to pretend like she's dead, so she has to leave her lights. She leaves her lightsabers on a uh, skeleton. Nice. So, yeah. Well, that's yeah. cool that there's more like um, connections to the rebels. outer canon. Yeah, the stuff that just the I movies. apparently should be involved in. Yeah, I'm just happy that the cartoons are validated now. This just makes me very happy that I haven't just wasted my time. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Darth, uh, not Darth, uh, just Maul. Um, just Maul. I, th- I thought Just Maul had like fucking <laughs> like a Doc Ock body. Uh, he did. Uh, uh, when in <clears throat> so after he gets cut in half in Episode One, he falls down the. He falls down the. So Somehow shaft. doesn't take it, any fall damage. He must have landed in a puddle of water. No, You're right. no. He uses the force and forces himself over to a sh- uh, like a thing that's holding. Like you know what Obi Wan was holding on to in, yeah. the, in there. There's another air thing in there that he forces himself to. Um, and the whole reason he stayed alive and the force of his terminal velocity suddenly being no. stopped by his arm doesn't just rip his fucking arm off. No, because that's how the force works. It's not how uh, physics works. <laughs> it's space, man. There's no <laughs> physics in space. Space, man. Uh, anyway, he, I'm, I'm going to disagree. I think space is almost all physics. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Take me to space. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he uses the force. And so the dark side is fueled by hatred. Maul hates Obi-Wan so much that it kept him alive, even though the bottom half of his body was missing. He you don't gets, need the bottom half. Yeah, I know. Um, but he ends up into the pile of trash that is on uh, that sh- place that they're in, Naboo. Um, and he gets sent to a trash planet that they have uh, just a dump. And he, the hatred in him makes him go mad, but he also like was brought legs, make basically forced this bottom half of his body out of metal. Mm-hmm. And it was like a six-legged spider body. Yeah, it looked like Doc Ock. From and spider. then his brother, Savage, Opress, comes from Dathomir and finds him and then brings him back to Dathomir. And Mother Talzin, their mom, does a spell on him and makes his legs just There's two legs. There's fucking magic now? There's been magic for like 10 years. But motherfucking spells and shit? Yeah. Just, just the Dathomirian night sisters. They're the only ones. I don't know, I don't it's, know it's I agree with that. Well, I'm not okay with that. That yeah. was sanctioned by George Lucas. I thought I was it's watching canon. a Star Wars movie, not fucking Harry Potter. It's it's just watch season three to six of Clone Wars, and then now I don't want to. No, I know it's sick. There's zombies. There's zombies. Don't zombies. tell me there's zombies. That makes it even worse. Now there's been like, zombies in Star Wars for fucking ever. How? There is a whole book about zombies called no The Death Wars. There was a book. When have you ever seen a zombie in a Star Wars movie? In Solo, there is one. It's called, uh, uh, I think they're called Headless. He's, uh, Voss hands, puts his drink down on a tray of a woman that's holding a tray, and she only has the bottom half of her face, and the top part is just flat. That is a thing that Dr. Evazon created. The guy who, uh, he's like, I don't like you. He doesn't like you either. And oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's Dr. Evazon. He got his, he, the reason he's wanted on, in 12 systems is because he was experimenting with dead bodies and making things like that. He made that. It's the second time you've seen it in a Star Wars movie. There's one in Rogue One, and then there's one in this. It's a zombie. Fuck you. Is it the mic drop? The mic. Yeah, <laughs> lightly, so I don't hurt the microphone. Thank you. Thank you for being gentle with it. Yeah, so, boom. Star Wars schooled. Anyway, Harry Star Pot Wars is getting real dumb. (laughs) 
I so there was the, there were some one-liners in that movie that made me cringe pretty hard. Like what? Uh, the droid at the beginning in that chase Fast and Furious scene um, when uh, Han just like drives through this barricade oh, and then yeah. the droid like comes out in front of the road and is like screaming at the back of the car that's already like a fucking mile down the road now. And it's like, you are you need to follow the correct and then it gets hit and then the head comes back down and he's like, protocol. Yeah, I don't know why I needed to finish the sentence. I think it would have been fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, was like clearly just to get a laugh out a of some giggle. fucking kids. A little giggle. It was, I, thought, I thought it was fun. This one does not strike me as a kids movie like no. the others do though. Really? No. Yeah. I feel like this is more of a kids movie than most of the other ones. Most of the other ones? Really? Yeah. I don't know. There's like I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Solo sits pretty low in my rankings for me. Ah, right, well, I'm actually you... gonna put this. I'm gonna put Last Jedi right above Solo. I will read you mine from worst to the best. Worst to the best. All right. Let me guess. Right, so eight. Eleven. Episode two is the worst. Yep. Nope. Followed by episode one. Nope. And then episode three. You're close. And you're then hitting mine real well right now. Well, you you skipped one. So number eleven is. Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the t- cartoon number two movie. Oh, oh fuck that. fucking cartoons! We're, no, we're not talking about the cartoon movie. It was a theatrical release. I know. I saw it canon. in theaters. It I remember seeing it in theaters too, and I remember not liking it. Yeah, yeah. that's why it's the last one on my list. But I'm just, and just, then, uh, can we just stick to the live action movies? Well, I'm going with fucking theatrical re- releases that were canon. Fuck you. Okay. So Star Wars: The Clone Wars, uh, and then number ten is Episode Two: Attack the of Clone the Clones. Wars. So bad. Attack of the Clones is the beginning of the Clone Wars, and then. Number nine is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Also, shit. Number eight, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Still following the Number same. Number seven. Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Yep, yep. I figured that was coming. I'm still gonna uh, put number episode, six. I'm gonna put Episode Eight above the original trilogy. Oh, Wait, I like what? you. I liked it more than Episode Four, Five, and Six. That's crazy. Like episode Eight more than Four. Uh, five, and anyway, six. number Get six. The fuck out of here. Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Number five: Solo: A Star Wars Story. Number four: Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Number three: Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Number two: Rogue One: A Star Wars Story. And number one: Empire Strikes Back. Episode. I'm surprised five. you have episode really. Seven. Seven is so high up. Really liked it. Seven was fucking awesome. I cried like a bitch. It was all right. Rogue One's definitely at my top. Yeah, Rogue One is way better than episode seven. The best one, in my opinion. Episode seven's right below that. That's how good I think all these new ones are. I'm a big fan of the Star Wars, the Wars of the Stars. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Any final final warnings or thoughts we should give to everybody about Solo? Uh, go see it because I want them to make a sequel. Alden Aaron Reich's mm. already signed on for a total am, of three movies. This is the first. I am curious to see how uh, the Dragon Queen from Game of Thrones is going to tie into the story. Uh, also, I love that Maul's in this, but I swear to God I'll be pissed off if Han ever meets Maul. Because Maul would kill him. No. Um, because in episode four, he says, I've been to one edge of the galaxy and back, and I ain't seen ever anything that makes me believe in some force. Oh, yeah. I feel like if he meets a previous uh, ex-Sith Lord, that would probably make him believe in the force. Who is still force-sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he forces his lightsaber to him. Yep. Hmm. Mm. Maul's great. Mm. Maul's one of my favorite Star so, Wars characters. So, if the dark side operates with the rule of two... Yes. Well, the Sith, not the dark side, the Sith. Oh, that's only for the Sith. Yes. Okay. There is a there is a lot of dark side well, users thought, out there, but I guess not I all thought Sith. that there was only ever two Sith lords. Yes. Because there, is. there was only so much force on the dark side to go around. No, no. There, this force is an infinite thing. You can't run out of force. But no, uh the Sith 
have they are specifically a section of dark side users that are there to just uh, wipe out the Jedi. And the rule of two was started by Darth Bane, and because if there was, uh, he'd noticed that since there were so many Sith, they just kept fucking killing each other. He's like, no, we're not going to train anymore. I'm uh, everyone's dead except for me. I'm going to find one more Force user out there. Train him in the dark can you, side. Can you say it like in Bane's voice? It's not. Fuck you. Um, we all keep killing each other. Um, then he. There uh, can only be two. So yeah, he trained uh, a Padawan. Well, this isn't canon, but Darth Bane himself is canon. Who did Bane train? I don't. It is, it, On the brain. Unsure. Train? Unsure. But eventually, Darth Plague. It goes down to Darth Plagueis. And then his apprentice, Darth Sidious, and they figure out how to use the force to bring life or prevent death, all that. Uh, then they come up with a plan to infiltrate the Senate. And then the Sidious kills Plagueis, then brings on his young Zabrik boy as his apprentice, known as Maul. And then, yeah, then after he dies, he picks up this his second apprentice, which is a, a, def, a Jedi who defected, known as uh, Count Dooku, also known as Darth Tyrannus. And then he, after he dies, picks up a small, uh, a young Jedi who's very angry at the Jedi, named Anakin Skywalker, who goes on to be Darth Vader. But there are several dark side users. There's the Inquisitors, who are a, they aren't trained as Sith, but they are dark side users, and they use lightsabers. They're force sensitive, but they aren't. They were never given the proper training. So then where, where does uh, where does the other dude come into play? The other dude. Uh, fucking fuck, what's his name? The fucking Sith Lord above Kylo Ren. Oh, Snoke. Yeah, Snoke. That's uh, not explained yet. God damn it. Um, now he's dead. He's also not a Sith. So. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I don't think he's Darth. Yeah, the Sith died when Vader and Palpatine died. There haven't been Sith in like 30 years. Okay, so Kylo Ren's not a Sith. No, he's just... Technically, basically, he's a dark Jedi. He's just an angry boy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. But yeah, there's, and then there's the Night Sisters on Dathomir who you, their magic is a form of the dark side. What force. about that book where Luke turns evil and becomes a Sith Lord? That, that, what? <laughs> oh, well, first off, I don't, that does sort of happen, but that's not canon. Not anymore. Not anymore. It was also dumb. A lot of the old expanded universe was dumb. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't think anyone's mad at you for that. Well, uh, once they started cloning the someone em- that could get upset about that. Well, some of it was dumb. Like when the when the emperor just kept cloning himself. Yeah, yeah that sounds pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap this up. <laughs> I very much enjoyed Solo. I thought it was fun. It was better than the Last Jedi. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I would I would go see it again. I probably will actually. I, I, I want to see it again too, and I've already seen it twice. And it's that low on your list? No, it was pretty high on your list. It's low it's, on Red's list. Halfway, yeah. I don't know. I need to rewatch. I want to rewatch all of the Star Wars movies after this one comes out. After this comes out on Blu-ray, and yeah. then make remake my list. Yeah. It's a good plan. I don't. I still think that Empire is going to be number one because, like, I don't think anything's going to beat Empire ever. It's so for good. Me. It's been my favorite Star Wars movie since I was a kid. It was my number two since I was a kid. I still prefer A New Hope. I think I need to just watch Empire more because I think I've only seen it like a couple times. It's tight. I've seen it many a time. I don't. But I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. This has been the Sounds Good Podcast. Um, this will be the last episode. Brad's on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. You can catch me on the Twitter. You can see all my hot takes at Jacob underscore underscore solo. Uh, where where, they, where they, can they see your hot takes, Bradley? They can see all my hot shit at, uh, at Chadley Brawlers on all social media platforms. And Scott is at Scotty Westside on Twitter. 
Or uh, Scott is mad. His account got hacked on Instagram. You can see my money shot. So yeah, over and out. But one more tidbit. So guys, <laughs> I ate Casey's pizza yesterday. Got you, diarrhea. Hey, Pro- that's point not proven. Surprising. Immediately after eating it, I felt like shit. <laughs> and not in the good way. Like I just had like, I don't care that I felt like shit. It was just like, oh man, that food was bad. Now I feel bad. Anyway. And remember... <laughs> Hold on. Remember, Thanks for listening to the Sounds Good Podcast. Go to our Facebook to interact. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Send us some questions. I want to read them. Uh, until next time, remember, ketchup is not a good <laughs> meal. <laughs> ketchup is not a good meal substitute. Were you reading my mind earlier today? No. I saw a packet of ketchup and I was like, I could totally just have that for lunch. Gross. I know. Uh, you. Good Daddy. night, daddies. Good night. Bow. Down, 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 something like that. Down. Even the dwarves are like, daddy came to whoop ass.